This is a podcast about male vulnerability. Vulnerability is not synonymous with weakness. It's about looking inward before accepting, critically reflecting, and expressing our individual perspective. This perspective isn't about being wrong or right. It's about, as a male, encouraging a humble openness amongst others and with yourself. Today we're going to start off with a question, Eddie, just straight up. Are men in the midst of an identity crisis? Jeez. Um, yeah, it's, it's something that uh, we've talked about and uh, it's something that has popularly been discussed quite a fair bit over the last, maybe not over the last year, obviously there's been other things that have been circulating the news and a few things, a few, things. <laughs> a few um, small things, yeah, but definitely around... 2016 2017 2018 so it's been it's been obviously a very popular conversation so yeah i'll ask again are men in the midst of an identity crisis and then once you've answered that um so that's obviously a yes or no question mm-hmm. and then uh, what what do we mean by an identity crisis okay i guess i'd probably prefer the second one yeah at least okay. to talk about what you mean by identity crisis before i go into the yes or no mm-hmm. um I guess what we're really talking about when it comes to identity crisis is this whole idea that the character and or the attributes we've all grown up to believe we should portray mm-hmm. are being, I guess, challenged mm-hmm. by society. Mm-hmm. So society's kind of saying that maybe men should be different maybe men should be mm-hmm. more considerate maybe men should i guess interact in a way that's more suitable mm-hmm. for the times we're living in mm-hmm. and i think what that's doing is causing this sort of internal dialogue and a little bit of confusion as well mm-hmm. between i guess where naturally uh the way we believe we should behave and the way we believe we should interact with the world and the way we view it ourselves mm-hmm. and the way the world um, views us. But there's also the way the world's kind of asking mm-hmm. to view us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of your first question, are we in the midst <laughs> of an identity crisis? Yeah. <laughs> um, somewhat. I would say yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely somewhat. But yeah, I think more so leaning towards a definite um, yes. Yeah, I mean, and just to summarize, like, I guess, simply like his, his identity crisis, it, it really is just a a point of conflict between interior and uh, an interior understanding of yourself as opposed to an exterior understanding of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, this is why when you're younger, I don't know, you're really upset and you have an identity, that's your identity crisis, you know, like I'm a sad young 15 year old boy, I'll yeah. go listen to the Middle East or something yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> or Bon Iver or, you know, and that, and that I then find myself in like-mindedness and this is the outside, it's an outside perspective telling me that your inside is okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, right now, yes, I definitely think for, for men that that's, that there's conflict between the interior conception of self and the exterior conception of self. No, definitely. And I'm interested to know, I guess, from your perspective, do you think that issue, I guess, from the external 
is an issue with men or masculinity? Um, and what's the, what's the difference actually when we talk about men and masculinity? Right, and this is obviously in reference to toxic masculinity, right? When we when we say those say those kinds of yeah, which is probably phrases. I guess, the more familiar term. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's, I I personally think obviously this is my uh, this is my educated you know op- opinion, and it should be believed at all costs and not challenged. Okay, um, that. I think the issue is more with men as opposed to masculinity. And I know that when we say toxic masculinity, um, that that when we're talking about toxic masculinity, I think we can also be not talking. We, we, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot there. When we're talking about toxic masculinity, I think women can also display toxic masculinity as well as men can display toxic masculinity. Yeah, right. Right. So the what I, what I think the issue is with men and the conception of, of what it means to be a man and that not being challenged and that being desired to stay the same. But when it comes to masculinity and femininity, these are like, these are really broad, almost like, spiritual terms you know what does it mean to be masculine what does it mean to be feminine mm. um and i think when it comes to masculinity and femininity these are things that don't have to be tied to gender okay um and that they can be displayed amongst any individual in body and so when we're talking about men um and the problem with being male it is the problem that we um that that i look this certain way i am this certain way i am entitled to certain things okay um, because men would probably have an issue with femininity being displayed amongst men, right? Yeah. So it's not, it's not the issue of femininity or masculinity. It's the issue of that gendered position or body associating one with what, like masculinity with a person or femininity with a person. Yeah, which is interesting because yeah. I guess it's sort of like whereas one where man and woman would probably use more as identifiers, femininity... I can't even say the word femininity <laughs> and masculinity. Yeah, um, are more so characteristics that sit along a spectrum mm-hmm. that yeah. can be applied to either identifier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so it's it's I guess it's important to yeah, understand masculinity and femininity as this diverse thing that does not have to be within a specific man. And so, again, when we're talking about male identity crisis, we're probably talking about that. We're probably talking about the way that we think, like that conversation where, we, where everyone's starting to try and understand that, well, to be a man does, means that you can be feminine as well as being masculine. To be a woman means you can be masculine and feminine. So, yeah, the identity crisis comes from that identifier, um, have, you know, changing and, and incorporating more attributes, as you said. Right, incorporating uh, the identifier of a man can now incorporate masculine and feminine attributes. So, yeah, th- it is important. This is that's a, a really big conversation and that can keep going on forever. Um, but where do you? I, I kind of wanted to ask you, Eddie. Where do you think that the um, the main pressure is coming from in regards to male identity and crisis? Um, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. And and what and to, should we? Is it a pressure to change? What is the what is this pressure? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely coming from external and internal. I think it's this external sort of voice in terms of society um, and expectations um, and probably the way 
different systems and roles are changing. Mm-hmm. Kind of coming up, as I kind of mentioned, with this internal um, identity or narrative that we've been um, fed. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like whether or not we have feel like we've bought into that or not, mm-hmm. there's something within us that feels like from the outside when someone or society is saying that we have to change in certain ways, um, the inside of us is kind of getting confused and being like, should I, do I mm. need to change in certain mm-hmm. ways? And mm-hmm. I think that constant kind of wrestle is, am I already like that? Mm-hmm. Or is society telling me that I need to be better yeah. and or different? Right. Is causing that sort of crisis. I think it's sort of like, it's both ways almost. It's mm-hmm. sort of, like I said, it's the external and the internal wrestle definitely coming kind of into play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, yeah. It, I, I, maybe, maybe I'd, I'd want to immediately say that obviously the pressure is coming from a change of conversation in public spaces. Okay. Um, and that pressure looks like, I think as you were saying, that pressure looks like, hey, men, stop doing what you're doing or men suck or whatever. But... You know, rather it probably should be looked at. Hey, there is um, there there is something wrong, or there is something that has there is something worth bringing up, and we'd like to have a conversation about how you've been as a man, or how men have been historically. Yeah. Um, and that, but that's going to come if you're able to think like that. That means you probably internally don't have a crisis. So that's yeah. kind of to your point where it's like, yeah, it's external, but there's also probably internal going on that you that you can't see past the, you know, the yelling online like men suck or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That you feel like, oh, they're just attacking, they're just attacking, that you're not comfortable enough in yourself yeah. to say, well, okay, it looks like they're saying, um, it, it looks like they're saying, um, saying, hey, can you just engage in a conversation? <laughs> Yeah, okay. about maybe that you could have overlooked something or how you've been and behaved. Um, now, I, I don't know, Eddie, whether you think this is... Well, I, I think this is worth bringing up, but obviously a lot of this conversation is coming around the popular movement of, of Me Too movement, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that there... I know that um, a couple of examples of popular people that, you know, that got called out for misconduct and all these kinds of things a lot of people talk about this um but i think one i think one i think is worth bringing up um is uh there was all the the do you, do you remember aziz ansari the comedian that got yeah yeah that got Let, called let's out. forget yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. they got called out and obviously he'd you know, he'd been cancelled we were talking about cancel culture all this all this all this kind of stuff um but to me i just remember i'm not going to go into actually what was discussed but i i think it's important that i remember what, that when that happened and i'd read about it and this was 2016 or 2017 a little while ago now mm. much younger um it really shook it really shook me and i did have a little bit of a crisis because it really revealed to me that this conversation around um, what it means to be a man yep. um, is a really necessary one because it's just been overlooked and it impacts in every single way. It impacts in ways that you don't even realize. Mm. So you just, that you are just, we're just walking around as a man kind of not even taking into account that 
I'm taller than most than, than women and that I'm a, I take up more space and yeah. you know, all these like real simple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, I and I had a bit of an identity crisis, but because I'm probably a little bit more sure of who I am as a person, that I was okay, and that I and that I thought about it, and and it was it was quite clear that um that this was a con- this is meant to be an inclusive conversation. Yeah, that we all, we all had to kind of come to the table and think about um our understandings of ourselves as men and be ready to listen and change. Okay. And um, what was it, I yeah. guess, about Aziz Ansari in particular, as opposed to some of obviously the other more the prominent <laughs> men who have been me tooed um, over the past few years? It was that it was more subtle. Um, because if I remember correctly, I don't like, obviously I'm not reading about this all the time. Mm. Uh, I think he was on a date with someone and, um, and maybe it was a little bit, forceful with her to trying to get her to come back um or come or come up with him uh, upstairs but nothing really eventuated and then she kind of called him out on on that via text right was it some something like that potentially yeah yeah something similar it was definitely yeah so, something like yeah. that i'm sorry if everyone listening probably knows this exact or you know might know this exactly but it was something to that degree where it was really like wow i, I it was really it shook me that it's not just the extremes like sexual misconduct and 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 really uh, like obviously bad things yeah it's the subtle things it's the things that make up social interaction with men you know in quotation marks and women in quotation marks yeah it's it's the way that you say hello it's the way that you listen it's the way all this kind of stuff um which i think maybe that was why an identity crisis came because men just couldn't be bothered at fucking bothered thinking that much about how their interactions are with all these people and whether they're saying the right things or not blah blah blah, blah, blah. right yeah. like that's probably a big reason why there's this male identity crisis because they just didn't want to put in the effort to that degree yeah which definitely i guess comes with yeah. privilege and that's yeah. saying that sort of come up even in the topics around um racial equality more mm-hmm. recently mm-hmm. that when you're, I guess, a part of the other, mm-hmm. which in this case, when we talk gender um, mm-hmm. for a long time, women have been, mm-hmm. um, they've had to adapt, they've had to mold, they've had to kind of reshape, change the way they speak, change the way they behave, change the way mm-hmm. they, you know, exist in the public spaces mm-hmm. to cater to the privilege in the similar sense. It's how people of color have felt mm-hmm. when it comes to catering to, you know, the more people in privilege, um, white people, so to speak. Um, yeah. And I think it, it very much is that because you've never had to consider your place within a space and how that might mm. impact others as from the position of power, which mm-hmm. very much is a, a male energy, um, any challenge... Or a male right, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any challenge to that has definitely come as a perceived criticism. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, and and it's and you would say because it comes as a perceived criticism, the identity crisis emerges from that, and the defensiveness increases. Absolutely, because yeah. I think once you're once you feel that you're met with criticism, you automatically slip into this defensive mode where you're just trying to kind of fight your way out, almost trying to prove your innocence, prove that you're not that person. Not the person, not the character, not the whatever that this person is yeah. criticizing you to be. And I think what that does, it actually clouds your thoughts because it doesn't allow you to actually process mm-hmm. what that person, what society, what that group is actually trying to get across to you. 
And I think you said, yeah, and just on that, I think you said something before we were talking ages ago that maybe a reason why we're not paying attention to that because we've seen the extreme cases, you know, the Harvey Weinstein's and all this stuff. Yeah. So we're like, oh, I don't get why I'm going to yell that I'm not that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and that's kind of like a weirdly, it's like become a scapegoat for like the other, like, you know, the everyday interactions. Yeah. That, you know, that obviously are nowhere near as bad. No one is, I'm just going to say yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's the case. But if you're, and so that's why it's ridiculous that you would be reacting so intensely and so defensively. Yeah. Because if people are calling you out for, for, for being a man in the public discourse, they're not all saying that you're Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Of course, that's just not what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, you know, I mean, you hope not. But, but it feels, but it, I think for people, it definitely felt that way. Yeah, it feels like, I guess, they're being connected to that person. Yeah. And I, I think, I guess what's interesting about that is when you, like I said, when you feel kind of criticized, you automatically step into that mm-hmm. defensive mode. Yeah. But if as a, human being or as a male in this specific instance you actually took a step back and considered what kind of person you want to be and also what kind of person Mm -hmm. um you want people to believe that you are Mm -hmm. you would probably be against a lot of the characteristics Mm -hmm. or traits that people are asking you to stop portraying yeah i mean for, for sure. I, I mean, maybe even a simple one that I would that I would see that we would kind of all be in agreement with. I think um, if we're talking specifically of men and women, uh, men and female, uh, male and female interactions, one would definitely be that women uh, felt like they're not being listened, had been not listened to or able to speak, being cut off or whatever. Um, and if you were as a good person and kind of had an understanding of yourself, I think it would just be quite obvious that you wouldn't want people to feel like they couldn't speak. Yeah, exactly. And I think a characteristic a that one. you probably <laughs> yeah. would want to um, portray or characteristics mm. you want to be true of yourself is that you're polite. Yeah. Quite simply. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I think most people would agree that they want to be polite. Yeah. So... When you kind of take it, when you look at it from and not that dismissive lens, and not dismissive, yeah, correct. Which which would definitely be a, I mean, we've talked about it um, before. Like, what are our conceptions of men? You know, when we talked about our fathers as stoic and and emo- non emotional and stuff, they're definitely. I don't think we said dismissive, but they definitely would have been dismissive towards us of in regards to emotion, in regards to these more nuanced conversations. Yeah, definitely. Um, and. That is a very clear gripe, very clear, you know, um, critique that you're saying that if you actually listened and you didn't jump on the defense, you would you would hear that and go, well, obviously, I don't I don't want to be dismissive to people. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, some some ways that the popular discussions around men suck have not been portrayed that well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Men suck you know i mean you've you've read clementine ford's book uh, you, uh, we're not going to talk about this at length but you've read uh what was, what's it called uh boys will be boys boys will be boys yeah, boys yeah, be yeah. Boys. and you've you've read that and you did like it but you you're like oh well, obviously some of the wording you know is a bit you know a bit intense or yeah, yeah. no like like I, like I said i loved it as a yep. book but yep. i recognize that <laughs> picking yeah. your words yeah, yeah definitely yeah. i pick my words yeah. i definitely recognize that very few men probably mm-hmm. in the midst of this identity crisis that probably 
haven't recognized they're in an mm-hmm. identity crisis. They're still in that defensive mode mm-hmm. against the criticism. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't a be able to read it and mm-hmm. stomach it, yeah. but at the same time recognize that's probably not her audience anyway. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think she cares or yeah. it matters, but. It was just interesting. Yeah, and that's look, that's a more of an extreme case, and she is she is great, she is great, but but it's still to that point of you know I think we mean me and you I think are saying that a lot of the criticisms that have caused identity crisis would actually be things that if you thought about for yourself as a human interacting and want to be malleable and flexible to changing times would probably agree that you shouldn't be displaying and that you yeah. shouldn't and you shouldn't be engaging with. Yeah. Um, so are we now kind of are we trying to? This is kind of the, the the broader question of like this: is this how we embrace this conversation about shifting identities and uh, or, or about shifting roles and conceptions of male and female? Right. Yeah, and I yeah. think the theme remains consistent with vulnerability. Yeah. In terms of pausing and really acknowledging this, what we perceive often to be criticism. Yeah. As feedback that yep we are behaving we are engaging we are reacting in certain ways and society and or a person and or multiple people are giving us feedback about that behavior they're telling us either directly or in their own way Mm -hmm. how it made them feel Mm -hmm. and what i guess what that looks like in terms of who what, what kind of person they see you as Mm -hmm. and the character traits that you're portraying. Yeah. And you've kind of got this choice as to how you acknowledge that feedback, how you receive it. Yeah. And also what you do with it. And I think if you are just going to sit there and you're going to take it as criticism and you're going to be defensive in terms of talking them in, talking them out of their beliefs and talking them into ways that you think they're wrong. Well, yeah. You're not allowing yourself opportunities to learn Great. Yeah, you're you're not being vulnerable with your identity crisis. You're 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 jumping on the defensive, and you're you're not growing. Yeah. Um. And this kind of it reminds me of something that you I think that you said a little while in, back in season one. Um. Yeah. It's, it's second episode season two, and all I do is callbacks now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you think we're. <laughs> uh, but you, you know, it's something about sender and receiver. Yeah. Right. That um that we need to be vulnerable and um, to, the pos- to, the, to, the, to the possibility, which is always a possibility, that the way that we tried to convey ourselves mm. or a message or a hello or whatever, um, you know, wasn't the best way of doing it in that, in that instance. Mm. Um, and that's what we're talking about when it comes to conflict of identity crisis, the interior understanding of how I am or something that I did and an exterior, you know, um, um, you know, critique or, or or reaction to that, and it's up to us to then be vulnerable to the possibility that we could be wrong. But then also, you know, just interrogate that and look at okay, this is an outside perspective, and it's match ratching up against my inside perspective. If I have a strong understanding of who I want to be, then I should be re- ready and willing to listen to this and grow and um, yeah, and be vulnerable in that circumstance. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's actually quite nice how all of this identity crisis is kind of finding its way in, uh, you know, linking quite nicely to vulnerability um, and to understanding and growth within ourselves and relationships and people. Um, because the, uh, the 
broader global identity crisis is an opportunity for us to investigate how I interact with my, how I understand myself and how I interact with other people in my immediate circle. Yeah. And I think this um, whole idea that, you know, so, was the article <laughs> recently, Death of the Aussie Larrikin, and all uh, that yeah, yeah, stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this idea that you can't say anything yeah. and, you know, the Aussie Larrikin's dead and whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. I mean, A, it's not true. Yeah, yeah, definitely and, not true. I mean, I mean YouTubers are like the yeah, biggest yeah, larrikins yeah. of all time. Yeah, yeah. And B, maybe the Aussie larrikin was hurting a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%, 100%. Like maybe the larrikin was hurting a lot of people. And those yeah. people are saying, hey, I don't appreciate what you're saying. And if you're just sitting there going, oh, but this is who I am. Yeah. Just ask yourself, does that reflect the person you're wanting to be? Yeah, yeah, are you willing to die on that hill, you know? Like, like, oh, to be Aussie means I have to be a larrikin. It's like, well, no, you should probably have a, a more malleable and flexible understanding of what it means to be Australian rather than just this, like, that Aussie's this. Yeah. And that's what we said at the start, you know? Like, if you're a man, like, no, you don't just display masculinity, you also display femininity. You also display these these traits that we associate these things with. So you do need to be... Yeah, you need to ask yourself what kind of person I am and, and whether I want to keep doing these, these yeah. kind of things. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's probably the key to turning this crisis, so to speak, yeah. into probably a more positive um, and kind of evolutionary process for yourself. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. it will definitely help reduce a lot of anger, um, yeah. a lot of defensiveness from feeling criticised and... Um, almost in a battle with yep. a kind of like, yeah, I have imaginary or probably, yep. yeah, it's probably more so an imaginary threat, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, that. Well, of course it's an imaginary yeah, threat. That yeah. That things are holding on. And there's no doubt that obviously when you're coming from a position of privilege, you feel like you're losing things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think you've got to really question what are those things that you're losing as opposed to, what, what might you be gaining? Yeah, what you yep. might be gaining and what society's yep. gaining as a whole. For sure, yeah. It's definitely encourages a more global perspective and consciousness that yeah. is outside your like, well, I used to do this and I like doing it this way. Yeah. And that's, yeah, like I'm I'm not, as I said, I'm not Harvey Weinstein. I'm not hurting anyone in this regard. Like, yeah, and, and I think it is really important to stress that I think both me and you believe that it, you are not allowing yourself to, like we've said this before, you would not be allowing yourself to grow. You would not be allowing uh, male friends to grow. You would not be allowing female friends to grow. You'd be partaking in the um, the halting of a of a more positive evolution. Exactly. And I think we can. We're all all right. I think this isn't a. Yeah. There's a, I don't think there's ever and like we said, it's never a criticism of anyone. I think it's just a recognition that we, myself included. Alex most definitely <laughs> yeah. can all be better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. Uh, I don't think I, yeah, I'm not in a crisis right now, but when I, when I do eventually get into a crisis, I will be uh, vulnerable and honest about it yeah. and I will try and be better. Um, but yeah. Uh, is there any, uh, do you want to end it there already? Or is there any kind of final things you want to be saying? You want to summarize what we've been talking about? Yeah. So yeah. I guess, um, We've kind of asked that big question, are we in the midst of an identity crisis? Um, and really address the elephant in the room. 
Mm-hmm. Short answer is yes. Yeah. Or yeah. But not just, probably not just men. I think everyone is now in an identity crisis. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think men in particular, I think um, what we try to, I guess, discuss is what we could probably take from this almost changing of societal expectations, not just um, looking at it from an external criticism perspective, but then also questioning kind of our internal dialogue and the people we want to be as well and kind of reflecting on that, kind of stopping to acknowledge who we as men want to be as individual people. And quite frankly, um, when you probably look inward and take a step back, you will recognize that a lot of the criticism is probably justified. Yep. Um, and it's actually feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's coming from, it's, it's coming from a place that's challenging you that you probably haven't thought about who you are and who you'd like to be separate from what has been told to you yeah. and what, and what you expect to just become and that you think is given to you mm. that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man that if I, if I, if I hit on someone that I expect to be rewarded for that, you know, in a kind of, in a kind of really simple, in a simple thing. Oh, if I buy a drink, she's got, someone's got to, you know, I've got to hang out with them for the next hour at a bar or something. You yeah. Know? Um, that's a very simple, small example, but it is, yeah, it's again, an, an invitation to, f- f- I guess, finally for men to see ourselves as individuals that aren't just, that aren't just men and that have to act in manly ways, in masculine ways. It's an opportunity to make that more diverse mm. um, and more understanding and more, um, yeah, incorporate many other things, femininity, masculinity, all these things. Yeah. It's not a loss. It's a gain. Definitely. It's a gain for society. Yeah. It's a gain for everyone. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the chat. No worries. If you want to keep chatting, follow us on Instagram at eddieandalex.mp3. Catch ya.